everybody, and welcome back to You Can't Win. This is Tom here, and I'm joined by Don, as usual. Today we have for you a guest, our old posting pal, Goatstein, and uh, he's going to be telling us... I don't know. We're just going to shoot the shit. I don't know what we're going to be talking about. Probably stuff on fire or something like that, but uh, yeah, here's Goatstein for you guys. Word. So uh, I'm not going to use my real name, and the reason for that is this has been a consistent uh, principle of mine going back to my very early days. Uh, For me, it seems crazy that, like, you know, the entire nerd community has gone through, you know, their entire childhood just listening to, you know, comic books where, like, the hero has to conceal his identity to stop the villains from, you know, hurting his family. And then they're like, yeah, what's up? My name's Todd Blurbke, and here's a picture of my shirtless body and a uh, list of my fears. It's time to pick fights with insane people. They all do that, and I have never understood why. So that's my my whole story there. Yeah, I, I feel kind of similarly. Like even when Facebook started back in the day, you know, that was like so long ago. But even just that, like, struck me as weird, and I just haven't kind of moved on past that. It's like, okay, like, why am I giving my name? Why am I putting my face t- to this? Like, it's. I mean, I'll put I'll put my real name on my Facebook, but like. I mean, I, I I like to pick fights on the internet anyway, but when it comes to that sort of thing, it's like, yeah, why would I give you this information to you know help you destroy my life? Not that you know I have too terribly much to hide, but at least with Facebook, you know, you're like just what drop in the sea. You just don't have like a samurai death oath by some like what's bappin extended universe character <laughs> on you. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I just have nothing to lose, so I'm fine with it. So. <laughs> are you like a security guy too? Or are you like you know using Signal and all those things or whatever? Or um, no? yeah, I've, my uh, my job without getting into too much detail is I've done uh, I've done security and I've done uh, essentially the reverse of my beliefs for my career, which is uh, tracking people down and such. For uh, most unfortunately, it started out. It started out with like doing doing uh, credit apps and stuff like that. And then I moved. And then I moved on to uh, more like um, background checks and that sort of thing. So, yeah, nobody has any privacy. I'm not going. To, I'm not going to be. This is not a perfect shield for me, but it just is. You know, makes me feel better about life. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So you see it around you. So you're like, <laughs> yeah, extra careful yourself, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean. I don't know. I, I think I uh, I kind of burned that at a certain point. And what I tried to do like a few years ago, I created like a second Twitter account for myself as like a real name person. And then I was like, it, it, it just, there's no, it, the first thing that Twitter did was suggest my other account as my, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. uh, you know, the one that you're going to follow. So I was like, there's just no, there's no, I'm kind of beyond that at this point. There's no uh, benefit to me doing that. So See, I would feel like the problem would be like, you, if you have a Twitter for, like, your real name, like, all the people on there are your normie friends, like, ugh, that must be awful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, the, 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 yeah, they're, they're gone. So it's uh, <laughs> weird. Um, yeah, and also, I, I can give some inside info on this. Your name is not some sort of anti-Semitic thing. It's, uh, no. um, it refers to a goat stein, like a goat yes. head stein yes, so yes that's... back back in like 2005 i had to make a username and i chose a there's like a goat stein on my uh mantle so that was it and that's my name now for the rest of my life online the uh the other thing that's good about it is that uh because it sounds vaguely jewish i get a good honeypot of just insane people who go from that for that for the first thing so that lets you know it's like a warning alarm 
Yeah, that's pretty good. How's your uh, quarantine going so far? Uh, in Boston, it hasn't been so bad. They've um, unfortunately, yeah, the uh, the train situation can get a little a little dicey, but it's not nearly as bad as New York City. I'm not entirely certain what the difference is there, but I think it is just like. New York was like, yeah, we got to sacrifice as many people as possible in order to keep this shit running for just one more week. And Boston's like, yeah, we're, you know, second string anyway. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good then, I guess. I don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, small graces. Um, yeah, I'm living I'm living with my with my family now. And it's like, uh, you know, first week of quarantine. It's like, oh, I love my children. I do anything to keep them safe. And then like week eight of quarantine, I'm like, Moloch, Moloch. <laughs> Moloch, the heavy freer of dad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So one of the things we were going to talk about was um, atheism. Mm-hmm. And um, you had some thoughts about that, about how that has uh, evolved over time. Yeah. So it's not quite as bad as uh, the libertarians that have mostly vanished. You'll still see the occasional one, you know, rooting through your garbage uh, on occasion, but the thing that I and I've been a lifelong atheist. I've I still am, but I have I have softened quite a bit on the necessity to uh, you know confront people, even in even in a joking manner, confront people about their religious belief. Because the thing that I realized was, and th- this is also is why I think it has decreased. Um, I feel like the atheist's boom in the 2000s was directly a result of um, just needing an excuse to hate Muslims, essentially. Because, you know, they're liberals, and, you know, we can't, you know, we, we don't hate Muslims, we hate everybody, you know, that sort of thing. And I'm sure a lot of atheists who, you know, listen to this would think, oh, that's not fair, you know, we criticize Christians too, you know, but... As time went on, the tenor of the criticisms was what really bothered me. Like, Christians are dumb and fat and stupid and homophobic and yada yada yada. But, you know, Muslims are actively dangerous and trying to kill you. And there's there's a difference in that sort, in that sort of criticism to me. And then, of course, you know, uh, you won't get any criticism of Judaism unless it's, you know, directly a thing of Zionism. Not necessarily that, that that's bad, but the... Again, it's just it's just the tenor of the uh, criticism towards those groups, and obviously none of those people know anything about Hinduism or Buddhism, so those barely ping on the radar except to be like, oh, you know, Buddhism, it's more of a philosophy than a religion. That's literally what Sam Harris said, that fraud, yeah. that imbecile. So that was that that was <laughs> yeah. always something that was always something that bothered me and made me kind of back off a little bit about like, you know, I still I still obviously believe that these that uh, it would be better if everyone was an atheist, but it's not necessarily the best tactics to uh, constantly get into people's faces. And well, like I was saying, with part of the reason why I think it went downward, um, part of the reason why I think atheism quit being quite as much of a thing on the internet was that, like, as the 2000s became the 2010s, it's like, online, it's like, oh, we don't actually have to pretend anymore. We can just hate Muslims. So, like, why are we bothering with this shit? Like, no, Christianity's actually good now because of uh, tradition and such. So... That yeah. was also that was that was also a a problem a problem for me as I noticed that it's like yeah they don't now now all those guys all the guys who would have been atheists back in like two thousand and five or full on you know Christianity's good because of uh, you know ancient Greece right absolute nonsense 
Yeah, they they had to move on from. I mean, it used to be libertarianism and atheism and like like fundamentalist capitalism, like kind of quoting Ayn Rand and and that kind of thing. And as soon as that sort of fell out of favor, they moved into that more trad, pseudo Nazi ish kind of right wing stuff. And that had to include the Christian heritage and the Western civilization stuff. And mm-hmm. so so now they're like pro-christian and with no real religious grounding to that at all right like it's just completely like a you know just for show or whatever the other thing actually one thing i've noticed in the uh in the uh development of the pro-trad ideology is that a lot of these dudes are now um made up uh pagan style guys pagan or norse because uh christianity is derived from judaism so that's it's it's a conquering faith. So if you really want to be full trad, you got to go back to like pretending you knew how that guys dance around trees in the year two. So there's that. Yeah, no, I know that's the that's the funniest thing to me. Although I have to I have to be a bit careful with what I'm saying here because you know uh, in 2000 or so 2000 like 2003 or so I was more of the atheist libertarian guy. Like I was exactly that. And then a few years ago, I was like, you know, full on communist uh, meme guy or something like that. And now I feel like I'm slightly before, like, I, I like realize I'm an idiot, like a few years before everyone else does or something like that. And, uh, but I still have to go through the same thing as everyone else. So there's no, it's like, I'm condemned to being the dumb guy uh, from that period of time or something like that. So yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> but uh um the yeah the tragedy people are online today are, are having a lot of fun with the uh, trying to be like monarchists or something which uh i don't know i i feel like if at that point if you're like actively pro monarchist like i don't know you got you got a lot of problems i don't know so those those people are just like the mirror image of the weird communists online or like i'm i actually follow the uh Oh God, I can't even think of a uh, Don. What's a really obscure communist from Eastern Europe? Hoja, Albania. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's that's where who I want to follow for my communism is the Albanians for sure. Well, I mean that's the that's the purest strain. I mean that's 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 a yeah. correct position. We are a Hoja's podcast, so you might want to walk back that a bit. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. There was there was a thing that was mentioned. Uh, the other, uh, just earlier today about how like the the lib criticism of the protesters now is that they're you know larpers. And the first thing that came to my mind was uh, you know Zizek voice like I am already live action role playing all of the time. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that is that is my life. But but the, the people the people who are like the serious trads or the serious uh, weird breakaway communists they're not larping. They're just being mad on the internet, which you know fine, but it's not larp. I claim. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a, uh, it's that's true. But so I saw you, you, you said something about this a minute ago. So about the protest, like that, it is kind of funny how we, I and I was myself. I, you know, I completely bought into that too. But you know, there was this moment where saying that there were police involved in the protests trying to cause problems, uh, where that was just assumed on the left or something, and then it kind of switched over like in a day to it being a lib position, and then everyone kind of went. That's actually, you know, evil and anti-Semitic and terrible mm-hmm. to say that, you know, there's agent provocateur and all that, so. Yeah, well, I mean, that was that was obviously not in a serious type of post. Sure. I think, I think, yeah, yeah, I yeah. think the, uh, 
I think the, the, the main difference is, is that if you're a you know, liberal commentator, um, you can't say that the violence is good. So what other move do you have? Other than to say, it's the fault of people I don't like already. Sure. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, obviously, obviously, you know, <laughs> there is kind of a funny uh, contradiction in that where it's like, I mean, I, like I said, it's not a sincere post, but there was a funny contradiction I was saying. It was like, you know, on the one on the one hand, it's like, oh, you know, look at all these cops or, you know, theoretical cops breaking windows. But then on the other hand, it's like, oh, actually breaking windows is good. And mm-hmm. these... And I, I mean, I get it. You have to, you have to support these people. I'm not saying I don't, but you know, pick one or the other, basically. If if it's good, that if I mean, if it's good that windows are being broken, then you know, it, you know, the cops are breaking windows, so it makes people matter. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I've been very who care about this stuff. Like, I keep forgetting that it's happening, and then I open mm-hmm. up Twitter, and it's just nothing except this stuff, and. I, <laughs> <laughs> just like, oh yeah, that's happening. And then I just like get annoyed. And it's not so much about the fact that it, there's protests happening or riots or whatever you want to call it. Like that doesn't, I don't care about that really. Like fine, whatever. But just the fact that it's like such a constant thing is annoying to me. And it for some reason feels exactly like when your neighbor is having a really loud party and you're trying to sleep. Like I feel like I'm trying, I go on Twitter. I'm like, okay, let's see what, like maybe someone said something funny. Maybe I'll think of a funny joke. Nope. We're just going to be talking about burning stuff. Okay, whatever. Here's a funny joke. Did you know that the actual real looting is society? (laughs) (laughs) Think about that. Yeah. Just on and on. Yeah, And it's... I don't want to be too critical because I I do agree with these people, but it is literal just virtue signaling on Twitter. It's like, yeah, actually, um, the people who are being looted are uh, the freaking... I don't want to say that word. But, uh, yeah, that's what's happening. The triple parentheses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I also like the, oh, so-and-so has been conspicuously silent. Like, now you, now you have to actually, like, it's like roll call. You have to show up and raise your hand. Yes, I was there. Yes, I, this is my opinion on the subject. Like, who, man, I'm just sitting here. What does it matter what I think? <laughs> like, who cares? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that, I think in the future you're going to have to have, like, a website which just, like, has like a list of opinions basically. You have and to register. You, yeah, register and you're gonna have to like change your light to like green. I support the protest or something like that. <laughs> or else you won't be able to like go to the store or something like that kind of thing. Like that'll be Yeah, you, you can get like free credit <laughs> at the Amazon store for registering like ten correct opinions in a row. You know, <laughs> yeah. You get a free chicken wrap or something. Yeah. <laughs> you should uh you should go you should just like go out and repost the mayor Pete thing. Like they don't really, they don't necessarily want you to say anything substantive. They just want you to like spout off some gibberish to say that you're on their side, even if it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, I'm I'm like halfway to just copy pasting Trump tweets and just doing that for like, <laughs> you know, that's my new Twitter. Ah damn! Speaking of Trump, I wasn't even planning on talking about this, but like, he's he's so funny. Yeah, like he's, he's the he's only him. funny right-wing comedian, other than maybe Norm Macdonald. But Norm Macdonald doesn't really make politics a thing. Like they say, right-wingers aren't funny, but then you have Trump, just like washed-up psycho Bette Midler. And I obviously I don't think he has any any concept of like that he's being absurd. Like he thinks he's being cool, but that's part of it. And like also like 
basically all all these Democrats, like when they say like, oh, you know, if, you, if these people just stood up at the press conference and be like, oh, Mr. Trump, what is Obamagate? You know, mm, and you haven't even answered the question. And like they 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 live in the West Wing world where like that's going to own him. But, you know, we've seen it. He just goes up in there like, you know what Obamagate is. And, you know, by the way, nice tie, Ronald McDonald. I love your hamburgers. Like, he's an insult comic. And <laughs> yeah, they have they, they think, like, Sherman Clump's going to stand up and be like, uh, actually, I have lost five pounds in the last three months. Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's yeah. a bad person, obviously. But, you know, that's that's one thing that nobody, uh, nobody refuses to, well, most people refuse to just acknowledge about part what his appeal is to these you know, morons is that yeah he's funny and he makes the people that they hate mad that's why they like him not yeah. because they like his policies yeah exactly I, I mean if i really wish the whole epstein angle would be pushed a little bit more with him because that became like a, a plus for his base you know now the, the epstein thing is an anti-clinton anti-democrat thing instead mm-hmm. of like Trump is very close to all that, like you, you know. But that's the problem with it is the fact that it's Clinton and Trump, like left and right, for whatever those terms are worth. And when we're talking about the, this kind of politics, like they're both connected to Epstein, and that angle could be pushed to really hurt both of them and all that kind of stuff. But nope, it takes on that stupid partisan thing. So here we are. It didn't didn't amount to anything. Uh, R.I.P. Though. rest in peace to jeff our good friend i'm actually kind of a bit happy that it doesn't come up as much because i feel like if it did come up he would somehow have a perfect retort to it that would just change (laughs) the subject immediately (laughs) kind of thing like like he would he would just like say something that would be so funny that uh it would kind of make sense or something like that he'd be like you know i don't know something like i did that in the past because that's how what you had to do to get where i am or something and he'd be like yeah that's the thing he he was working the system or something, and now he's going to arrest them all and put like ankle monitors on all of the celebrities and all that. So, yeah. right. well, that's, that's, Hillary that's would good. come out like, "Yeah, but, but 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 me too," and then like, "No, shut up, bitch, go to jail." <laughs> <laughs> uh, my emails. No, you're right, Tom. The the way uh, what would he say? Uh, the thing you have to think about is imagine he's Triumph the Insult Comic Dog. What would Triumph the Insult Comic Dog say to? being accused of being involved with Epstein. Like, <laughs> those, <laughs> those kids were sexy for me to poop on. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Little St. James. You know, I saw, I saw the children and I said, this is terrible for me to poop on. <laughs> That's a pretty good insult. Like, mm-hmm. you know, impression of insult. I was watching an old Conan O'Brien clip. You ever uh, see Polly the NBC Peacock? I don't know why my mind went to that, but uh, it was the the old Conan shows. Like Conan now still looks better than that fucking Kennedy mutant they pulled out of a clone vat somewhere in Woolmass. Like I don't understand how these people get more and more degenerate every every generation. <laughs> Yeah, I like Conan. I, even though he's kind of a, I, I don't know, just like a, a lib kind of schmuck today. But I don't know. He's 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 still not funny. nearly as he's not nearly as bad as most of them now. Yeah. Yeah. He did the, like this travel series or something. He went to a bunch of different countries and stuff. And some of them is like, oh, he went to Cuba. Okay, that's interesting. And he didn't really like push any political thing. It was just like, here's the people of Cuba. Here's how, what they're like. 
Uh, but then one of the countries he went to was Israel. And I was like, all right, shut up, Conan. (laughs) (laughs) The, the Cuba one was pretty good. Actually, I think, I think a lot of that works out well because like it, if you're not pushing a political take, it's just like, Hey, I'm a nerd and look at me try to salsa dance. I think that, I think that works in this humanizing. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, I've not I've not seen the one in Israel. I think I saw that it was a option to watch, and like, yeah, I'm gonna skip over this one. Yeah, that, that's exactly what I did. And the humanizing aspect is, of course, the problem of doing a show on Israel is that you humanize the Israelis, and this is, you know, mm. they're an enemy to humanity. <laughs> yeah. There was one where he went to uh, South Korea, and they actually went up to the DMC, and there was some there's some dude with just a sweet with a sweet gig. Who the, there's like some building on the DMC where like they go to like have uh, uh, you know diplomatic meetings and such. It's like this little like you know hot couch room, and yeah, there's some dude whose job is just, from North Korea. whose job is just to stand in the corner with a gun and just you know. Look yeah, like with the sunglasses on that dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, to look like he's busy. That'd be so sweet. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, he either has a really easy career or a career that ends very badly. So that's the, <laughs> yeah. I guess that's the trade-off. So, I don't know. I mean, it's got to be pretty good because if he wanted to defect, he could just like move 10 feet. Sure, yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah. you got to imagine they had him do some crazy shit to get that position. Like, it has to be someone you can trust. So, like we were talking about with Trump and Epstein, like who knows what that guy did to be <laughs> trustworthy yeah, yeah. to sit right on the border there. Yeah. We found the only man in North Korea to mis- visit Little St. James. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I heard that like at one of their, like uh, like in North Korea, they have they have this like mountain resort where like people from the South are allowed to go and it's got like its own, or it used to at least, I'm not sure about now, but... It has its own like train line basically there, and they're, it's completely, you know, obviously uh, locked off in that from the public and that. And uh, apparently, you could only work there for three months shifts, so that you couldn't get, you wouldn't know any of the people that were there, you know. So I thought that was kind of a funny job uh, situation. So like, you know, if you if you were a waiter or something, it wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't want to be there for a different season or a different thing, so that. There wasn't any sort of contact between the people. I don't even know if that's true, but it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, that, that's yeah, cool. that's cool. That's cool dictatorship thought. I don't know. So, yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Nothing. Nothing comes out of North Korea is worth the paper it's printed on. My sure. wife is actually from South Korea, and funnily enough, like everybody in South Korea, even like the reactionaries, are much more sympathetic to. North Korea than we are, and I'm not saying that even the reactionaries like them or not, you know, terrified they're gonna, you know, nuke Seoul, but you know, they 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 want to reunify, and they don't think that this is an intractable position. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And also, they're all drunk and believe in magic. Sorry, that's racism, but I, I was there. I saw it. It happens. <laughs> oh, so how many times have you been there? Yeah. Uh. I've been to South Korea twice, uh, once when my wife and I were engaged, and then later when I was showing off my first kid, and, you know, like, yeah, what's up? That's cool. How long were you there for? I was there the first time for a week, and then the second time for three weeks. They, uh, my wife's, uh, grand, my wife's grandmother, who is now deceased, 
stone-faced a baby, which I thought was very funny. <laughs> she was like just chugging soju and just being mad at nothing. As far as I could tell, I was like, is she racist? Is she mad that I'm white? And my wife's like, no, that's just the way she is. I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Have you learned any Korean at all? Or? No, I've I've mentioned it to my wife and she's she's actually she's actually very funny too. She's like, yeah, you don't it's useless outside of the peninsula. There's no reason to bother with it. So, although it is kind of it is it is kind of cute when she talked to the kids when they were younger. She sounded like Lady Rainicorn from Adventure Time. <laughs> I mean, sure now that, that means, K-pop yeah. is getting popular, that you know that could be a more useful language, I guess. And uh, <laughs> my barber is actually Korean and doesn't speak any English, so that that would also be useful to me. So, <laughs> I just tell him short, and he, he kind of gets it at this point. Yeah, I don't think Goat is going to um, become a K-pop star anytime soon. But yeah, we'll Oh, see. yeah. Well, the, the little little Goat, maybe. <laughs> the Goatling. The Gatito. Yeah. The, uh, or Cabrito, rather. The, um... <laughs> now, the... It's, it's like... People have asked me what South Korea is like, and like, I just say, imagine Japan on its meds. That's what South Korea is like. That's pretty good. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm just thinking about like the, the protests more and stuff. Getting back to that a bit, and uh, um, no, yeah. I, I have it, I have sex. I'm married. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Thanks for sure. I've had and sex. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, it is kind of it, you know it, I don't know. It, it feels weird because number one, it's like for years this is exactly what I wanted to happen. You know what I mean? Like, this is like, you know, like a big kind of protest and people kind of self-organizing and all that kind of stuff, you know? And um, uh, now that I actually see it, it's kind of like, I have this thing where I feel like uh, it depends on who it is. If it's like someone that I know who, uh, you know, is into politics and probably got into it in the last few years or something like that, uh, I'm like, okay, well, let's be patient and calm and sort of, uh, you know, maybe take a step back and think it through what you're doing kind of thing. Don't get into this kind of emergency logic thing. It's the same I kind of felt like a few months ago with the Bernie stuff where, like, you kind of you put so much of your personality and energy and risk and money and stuff into something, and then, I don't know, I just feel like you get disappointed pretty quickly if you do that all the time. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah, so that's kind of my uh, worry about that is that, I don't know, the human side of that. Now, I mean... If you kind of get into this mode where you're like, you know, the carnival atmosphere of it, and I call it like 20s brain for part of it, you know, like this idea that you're, you know, you're 24 or something like that, and like this is the most exciting thing in the world kind of thing. Um, yeah, like, uh, it, I don't know. I just feel like you got to be, got to take a step back a bit from that and be like, you know. Well, I mean, even even supporting these things is like, uh, that's, in a realistic sense, I mean, what's going to happen? I mean, Joe Biden's still going to be the Democratic nominee. You know, I don't, I don't, I mean, great, great for them, you know, great for making these fucking pigs hurt, but what's going to change, you know? Yeah. That's, that's me being cynical, but at this point, like, that's got to be your default position. I had this idea that Trump is going to do another round of stimulus checks, but he's going to specifically disinclude the cities. That had riots and stuff. 
I don't know. I just think of like, what's a funny thing that can happen now? Because like nothing good ever happens. So like, let's just think of funny <laughs> stuff that could happen. I don't know. I feel I feel like things are so bad that it, things could get better pretty quickly just by like someone even doing like half-assed good things or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Like if it just, things are so bad that it's like, I don't know. Like even the $1,200 that you guys got, that seemed to sort of put a bounce in people's step for a day. Well, you know, let's get more of that kind of thing going. I think that would be good. But, you know, as you said, don't send it to the cities where, uh, you know, there's any sort of problems. Well, part of the problem is, yeah, you probably would have a lot less people rioting if uh, the Democrats would have given people more checks to stay inside. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, our, you know, friend of the show, uh, Seamus Malik Efseli, I think I said his name right this time, hopefully, uh, made an interesting point that the riots and stuff, it's like, it seems like a much bigger deal now than in previous, you know, we've had these kind of like police killing. Oh no, absolutely. This is, this is the biggest it's been in decades for sure. Yeah. And he pointed out that the unemployment is at like 18% or something. And he compared that to Iran and Iraq, which had like 16% and like 12% when they were having big protests and stuff like that. So, Mm. you know, they're, they're, I imagine there's some sort of, that's a factor, you know, like people are stressed financially and everything. And I'm sure the quarantine situation, you know, some people seem to be taking it pretty hard. So that might be a thing as well, but. Well, again, just to be cynical, it's like there are big protests in Iran. There was a big unemployment rate in Iran, but then what happened? Nothing. As far as I can tell, people just got mad. They went outside and uh, it's like, Unfortunately, when I when I come down to this position, like after after Bernie lost, it's like a lot of people were saying were saying you know oh you know if he had done this or that and I I deeply believe that nobody and especially nobody in politics is above criticism, but I don't think there was any way he could have won and I didn't I didn't believe that before but I believe it now like if they had if they hadn't done that shit to him that they did, they would have done what they did to Corbin, and that probably would have worked. If that wouldn't have worked, they would have done to him what they did to Dilma. There was no way that he was going to actually be able to change anything, at least at that point in time. Yeah. That's just my opinion. And I, I feel like a lot of, I feel like a lot of the, um, especially on like the stupid Paul said, or, you know, Michael Tracy said is saying, you know, Oh, you know, if he had only been more nationalist and been more uh, an immigration hawk, that would have worked. And like this, that doesn't make any sense, even on its on its own merits. You're just pushing an existing grievance. Yeah, like, no, I agree. If, if the people who care about that are voting for Trump, like they got, yeah. they got their guy. <laughs> yeah, and even if even if you you say oh, you can appeal to normies who aren't voting for Trump, like I'm not going to say that wouldn't work in a general election. I don't know, but. In a democratic primary, you think that's going to work? Absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the new and improved social justice warrior, Goldstein, mm-hmm. that we've uh, all come to love. Yeah. And on, on that same topic, I think the reason why was like, you know, in the, over the last few years, it's been like, oh, you know, we, we, can, uh, we can build a uh, cross-racial... Um, position that, uh, you know, supports the working class, no matter who they are, and I'm like, yeah, that makes sense, I'm, I'm down with that, and then, you know, as soon as they lose the election, like, no, actually, we needed to be more racist, and they wouldn't, they wouldn't phrase it that way, they say, oh, we should be, you know, meaner to Mexicans, but 
that's essentially the same thing. And the thing is, the, the Hispanics were Bernie's base. They were why he won. He crushed Nevada. They were why he might have swept California. They were why he might have won Texas before, you know, the shit. And that's the other thing that a lot of these people just refuse to talk about. Is like, it wasn't just some um, in, in, incomprehensible fluke that all of the people in the primary, except Elizabeth Warren, dropped out that day. Like, Joe Biden was in third place, teetering towards fourth. There was no reason why he should have been considered the frontrunner, aside from the fact, like, oh shit, we have to stop this. And Nobody wants to. Nobody wants to acknowledge that because that doesn't help them. With, I mean, you can you can make a Patreon on. Oh, listen to me. You know, if we li- if we listen to me, we'll get socialism. But you can't get a Patreon off of, um, you know, uh, there's nothing we can do. It's all screwed. We just gotta wait for, sh- you know, shit to get worse. And yeah, cool. Uh, I'm gonna. I guess I'll go game now. I don't know. Yeah. Well, you know, we've been trying to get a Patreon going for. There's nothing you can do, but um, you can. Yeah, but, um, yeah can. with with middling success. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, is that something that you know you kind of feel like you know we? I mean, both of us were pretty. I, I remember that you know we were we've kind of had similar sort of attitudes towards at least liberals for a while. You know, like we were pretty early. You know, against Obama and stuff, and that and. Uh, um, do you feel like there's there's a bit of like the more things change, the more they stay the same with that kind of stuff? You know, I remember in like 2004 or something like that, even uh, a lot of the stuff on SA was all like John Kerry and stuff, you know, like all the and then and then, you know, with Obama, it became like this huge thing of like everyone donating to him and money mm-hmm. bombing and all that and stuff. And I don't know, I, I feel like it's different with uh, Bernie because he actually like he had reasonable policies, you know. It wasn't just like a for show, but it does feel almost like a full cycle again or something, you know, where we just keep going through these things. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I would say that, and I was, I, I showed up on forums, at least political forums, um, I guess 2006, 2007. So I was around for the Obama stuff, and I was, I was an Obama supporter. I actually physically worked uh, for Obama in Nevada, where I lived at the time. And I, I, and I don't even regret that necessarily because that was during the primary. So we fucking kept Hillary Clinton out of there. So sure, yeah. Even if even if that was the only thing, then yeah, I'm, I'm still happy about that. But I feel like the I feel like the the difference between the Obama campaign and the Bernie campaign. And again, I don't think Bernie's perfect, but um, one of the things that like Matt Iglesias said would would say is you know. Oh, Bernie should have built a coalition, and what he means is that he should have done the Obama strategy. He should have sold out, went went in the back rooms, and said, "Hey, this is all a bunch of bullshit. I'll make you whole. You just need to back off and not oppose me." And I'm not going to say that's not a successful strategy. It probably it, it worked for Obama. It might have worked for Bernie, but it wouldn't have got us anything we wanted. Sure. You know. And I th- yeah. I, th- I think I, th- I think that I think that was the difference. I I think that the Bernie. To, to an extent, actually does believe this crap in a way that Obama didn't, and that was his undoing. That's why he couldn't actually win. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's hard to, you know, that's pretty much what I think, yeah, it's true. And I think it's also, it's one of those things where because he believes it at some level, that explains his kind of actions in the last few weeks and stuff, where he just, you know, he's just been pushing the, 
you know, just he, he just he's just doing the same thing he's always done kind of thing, you know, like, you know, push for the lesser evil where you need to and kind of do all that kind of stuff, you know. So right. I think that he's kind of disconnected from his base in that regard, or at least part of it. Yeah, there's not, I mean, not a lot he could do. I mean, sure. when you think about it. It's like his, 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 his options were either support Joe Biden or don't, you know. And, you know, materially, yeah, he probably would have helped Trump win if he went full bore against Biden after he dropped out. So you have to wonder what that would actually do. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so one of the things that's kind of funny over the last, uh, to me at least, uh, over the last few years is that, you know, we've seen this kind of pivot since the Black Lives Matter stuff, at least, a pivot against the police uh, on the left where, uh, you know, I would say that the mainstream, you know, on the like activist kind of left where the mainstream position now uh, tends to be something like abolition or something close to it, right? Like where, you know, like on DSA or something like that, if you were like, we need to organize the police rank and file and all that kind of stuff, you would just be laughed at or something like that, right? But then on the other end, you know, the veterans and uh, sort of the attitude towards the military um, doesn't seem as strident as it was, say, under Obama and that too, or before that. Um, and, uh, you know, as a lifelong um, troop hater, um, I was wondering what you kind of thought about that kind of thing, like the the decline in criticism of the military on the left or something like that, at least from my perspective. So, um, Well... I don't think that, and this is this is something that John Dolan said once, which is uh, he was talking about how why communism failed to uh, you know spread across North Africa and the Middle East during the Cold War. He said that uh, blood is thicker than ideology, and that what that well, what that would meant was like your you know your clan, your brother, your tribe, and the the hatreds that of your tribe you know, go back further than communism, they go back further than America. And so, when it it comes down to, like, are we going to build global communism, are we going to go kill these fuckers uh, next door, or am I going to go back up my cousin? The answer is, I'm going to back up my cousin. And I feel like that has always been the stumbling block uh, for the left when it comes to... um, uh, what it, there's no way to put it, hating troops because they are awful people. I believe that in my heart. I've spent over a decade reading these people, and just they're absolutely vile. When 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 they talk when they talk amongst themselves, there's they're worse than cops, worse than prosecutors, just the worst people you can ever find on the internet. Worse than the Nazis, because at least the Nazis are like, they're just talking shit. They're like, oh, I hate the Jews. Whereas, like, the, the the troops are like, yeah, you know, I killed a couple of people, but you know, whatever, they were in my face, so who cares? Like, in terms of actual evil committed on the world, they're, the, the troop posters are far worse than anyone, period. Um, but when it comes to blood is sicker than ideology, it's like, when you mention that to somebody, they don't think about, you know, the Iraqi who's, you know, a thousand, thousands of miles away who's being shot in the face, they think of, oh, my idiot cousin. They think of, oh, my friend from high school who couldn't get a real job. That's that's who their allegiance to, and maybe not necessarily that's even wrong, but it is a major stumbling block over, you know, a taking an objective position about what these people are and what they do. So, do you uh, still read troop posts? It sounds like you've read some recently that made you angry. I don't know. Like, I don't know. No, not recently that have made me angry. It's just, just build up. Just 
a foamy, yeah. foamy buildup of. And there haven't there have been that many recently. I think I think the worst ones of fairly recent note were uh, you know I've mentioned this before like liberals. This this happened. Um, remember when Trump right before the election was like I'm going to send all the cop or uh, the the troops said the cops they're the same. I'm going to send the troops to the border to shoot any Mexicans who come over here on the caravan, you know, and so yeah. on and so on. And, um, you know, liberals are like, oh, this actually uh, violates the law. And then you read the troop post and they're like, yeah, you know, fuck yeah. I'm going to, you know, these people are invaders. And uh, you know, if that's what has to be done, that has to be done, man. That was <laughs> that was the most recent thing I can think I can see, I can remember of just anything terribly bad. A lot of, a lot of the um, antipathy has become towards the cops, which is not bad. But yeah. I think I think it is just... The fact that the cops are in your face, whereas the troops are not, and you know the cops. You have there is a higher. Um, I'm not saying a moral qualification, but there's a higher qualification to be a cop. You can't just be 18 and in fairly good shape and become a cop. You have to go through some stuff, which means there are few, fewer people who have you know sympathy for their friend from high school who decided, you know what, I'm just gonna, you know buy a Dodge Charger by blowing away an apartment building, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's the, yeah, that's a good point. There's more, like, of a threshold to kind of get over um, when it comes to, uh, you know, the anger and stuff like that. Like, it's, 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 you got that personal quality to troops and stuff, mm-hmm. but, yeah. And, um, and actually, on, on that topic, um, one thing that I think is is uh, on the topic of both the troops and the protests is what we're seeing now is a very good um, parallel um, incident, which is that remember back in the early stage of the Iraq War, where like the entire insurgency was, we're being told, oh, they're Iranian and they're Syrian. They're not from here. The people from here love us, right? <laughs> yeah. Now it's the same thing. It's like, oh, you know, the, uh, the, you know, the black people, you know, they're, you know, gas queening, they're hitting the nene to gifts of Hillary, but it's these outside agitators who are, you know, undermining, you know, what they're trying to do. It's the same thing. It's like, if you're, it's, it's a propaganda method where the people who are there, who have every reason to be angry and every reason to engage in violence, they don't exist. Who exists are the people who we can just slander as being just there because they're just loco. Yeah, I saw a funny tweet that was like, had a picture of uh, Nathan Fielder from Nathan For You, and it was just like, okay, here's the plan. We send the people from D.C. to Baltimore, the people from Baltimore to Chicago, the people from Chicago to Minneapolis. You know, like all these cities are erupting with all this protests, all these riots and stuff, but somehow it's all outside agitators. So like, it's just, we're all, you know, shifting our populations from one city to the next in order to, to cause these things. Yep. And there was, I was remembering the other day, there was a, uh, I watched a a documentary about 10 years ago. I think it was, British, because it probably wouldn't have been allowed to, uh, this part would have probably wouldn't have been allowed to be in the final cut, but there was like a, you know, young, fresh face kind of troop, you know, and if you know anything about these military propaganda videos, you know, they, they pick the guy who's the most stable, the guy who's not going to just fly off and just start murdering people, and, you know, they put him in front of the camera, and, you know, they, the guy says, you know, um, you know, these, these Afghanis, you know, it, 
we're just trying to help them, and, you know, they don't do anything, and, you know, it makes me want to fucking kill... It makes me mad, he says. And that is the the most stable, the most, like, reasonable troop they could have put in there. He's just barely containing his, like, urge to express how much he wants to kill the people he's supposed to be there to protect. Just flying off the handle at nothing. Like, they didn't even mention any particular thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah. sorry, I'm I'm getting fiery. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. No, that's good. I mean, that's the thing is that, you know, it's good to hear it because uh, it's... Uh, um, I don't know. Some some of that's been it's some of that's been uh, missing. I think from the debates in the last little while. I don't know. Maybe that's one of my grievances too that I just don't see as much. But um, I always like uh, you know that Carter for VA guy, whatever. Um, right. He uh, he always like uh, it's 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 strange because he was like I'm a former Marine, and uh, you know he's like uh, that's part of his like backstory and stuff, I guess. And you know he he uh, you know is you know he's against the war and stuff now and that but uh it's it's strange because it's like it, that's the level like that's the position of the left now where it's sort of like in this middle thing where it's like you know he kind of has a little bit of the prestige of being a former marine you know what i mean it's not like it's right. it's not at the expense of that, that. it's yeah so he's like i'm a former marine so it's like he's got both of it he's got like the anti-war but he's also like you know i was part of i was a jarhead basically kind of thing right and then uh, so I was saying to him that he should say on like the, you know, like in the Virginia House or wherever, he should say, uh, you know, that um, like introduce a resolution that says that the Marine Corps should be disbanded and that all historical <coughs> medals that have been issued by the Marines should be or like, you know, in, to a Marine should be considered void. <laughs> I thought that would be like a, good, be thing, great. a good anti-war movement to do. But that's the thing is that. You know, the first, you know, the reaction to that immediately would be like, no, 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 we're not, we're not doing that. We got to be serious here. And it's that we got to be serious here thing that kind of is the thing that makes me wince or something. It's like the, you know, no, 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 I'm a former Marine, but that's, you know, it's somehow part of my journey. So it's a good thing or something. I don't know. So, yeah. Yeah. You see, this is, this is punching down hard, but I'm going for it. You see the dudes outside in the uh, the homeless dudes who are like, uh, you know, former veteran, you know, give me money. It's like, take pity on me, additional pity on me, because I have killed men. Like, how does that make sense? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, as a Christian, maybe, but <laughs> I don't know. I think, uh, not not for uh, not for monetary reasons. I don't know. That, so, that yeah. guy, uh, that guy. I mean, what's his ass? The the redheaded. Dude from yeah. Virginia. I've yeah. already forgotten his name because I don't Lee, really care about him. Lee Carter. Yeah. yeah, he's he's all right. He's probably one yeah, of the yeah, better yeah. ones, but yeah, that's, he is. He's just a yeah. goober. That's the problem. <laughs> that's that's what we got to work with right now. He's so, just yeah. a fucking pussy. How is he an ex marine? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Talking about his wife like abused him or whatever. Like you're a marine, <laughs> dude. You're supposed to be beating the shit out of her. How did that happen? <laughs> yeah. I really like that. I really like that guy is like a one-sided beef with Felix Peterman, and Felix Peterman just does not care and barely knows yeah. who that guy is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm a I'm a former Marine and I'm a member of a House of Congress, but yeah, I'm gonna fucking pick a fight with the dumbest guy on a comedy podcast who does not care. <laughs> yeah, he, there's something wrong with him. He, uh, yeah, he he posted a tweet once that it was like, I, I mean, that's that's part of the same thing. Is that it was like a picture of me and Felix, and he was like, you know these guys have to be held accountable or something. And I was like, <laughs> I don't know. So, I don't know. That sounds just like a, a threat. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or something, you know, it was something like that, basically. Like, it was like, you know, the thing. And I, I thought it was funny because now it might have just been those things where it, it, you know, he was just looking at, like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, it was people he follows that also follow this person or something. Right. You know what I mean? Kind of thing. And, uh, so he might have just, you know, it was just like a screen crap. But but I like the I like the equivalence there though too. Is that I'm like, you know, I'm some random idiot from Canada kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like I'm not yeah. I'm not like yeah. uh, I'm not even really, uh, you know. So I thought that was funny. But uh, not, yeah, a lot of a lot of y'all are against policing, <laughs> but will support follow policing. Yeah. yeah. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. So. Speaking of Jarhead, I, I believe that the, the best film, if you want to understand what troops are actually like, is the film Jarhead. Because it's all these fucking homoerotic pussies who hang out in the desert, do nothing, get cucked, jerk off, and then the war is over. And that's, yeah. not, the, that's not the intended uh, message of the film. The message of the film is like, damn, these guys went through some shit, you know, being in the desert and jerking off. But that is actually what it's like. Yeah, I don't know. It, yeah, and I, I mean, the biggest movies about war now are stuff like Zero Dark Thirty or something kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like it's like, I don't know. It's 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 all it's all like sort of dark or like uh, the Hurt Locker. You know, it's like right. uh, where it's like somehow it's like dark and uh, just psycho stuff happens, but then it's supposed to be somehow like redeeming of like you know the veteran experience or something. I don't know very bizarre uh, this is from Hannah Arendt's uh, Eichmann in Jerusalem which I believe is 1966 uh, a systematic effort was made to weed out all those who derive physical pleasure from what they did the troops of the Einsatzgruppen had been drafted from the armed SS a military unit with hardly more crimes in its record than any ordinary unit of the German army and their commanders had been chosen by Heydrich from the SS elite with academic degrees. Hence the problem was how to overcome not so much their conscience as the animal pity by which all men, normal men are affected in the presence of physical suffering. The trick used by Himmler, who apparently was rather strongly afflicted by these instinctive reactions himself, was very simple and probably very effective, it consisted in turning these instincts around, as it were, in directing them towards the self. So that instead of saying, what horrible things I did to people, the murderers would be able to say, what horrible things I had to watch in the pursuance of my duties, how heavily the task weighed upon my shoulders. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much how it works. Yep! <laughs> yeah. the, the old American sniper thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that was a good chat. <laughs> I think we, uh, yeah. yeah, so we'll get All into right, the questions. All right, now on a happy note, so we got good questions. <laughs> let's get Yeah, let's do some questions. These should be pretty fun. So I open this up, and my weekly Jew-loving cucks, Muslim Tom is a race trader. That That's all here again. Um, Plus one. Okay, let's see. I, I'm not sure what this is about. The other day I commented, $5 says they crash on my friend's Facebook live stream of the SpaceX launch. I was <laughs> Im- immediately condemned and told to F off. Clearly I have a problem with trolling. What's a good way to tamper down on this disease? Well, you're asking the wrong guys, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, we don't, yeah, we don't know what to do there. No, sorry. How about you, Goat? You got a possible response? Let's see. So how do I... Uh, control my trolling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, be 
be subtler, I would say. Like, instead of, like, I hope that blows up, be like, um, I don't know, something like, I hope that they, uh, you know, get to spend the rest of their lives in space. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, that's that's a good approach. Yeah. Kind of yeah. like, instead of, because uh, it's always going to be pretty easy. Like when you're when you're focusing on okay, can I get a reaction? Yes, you can very easily get a reaction. But you want to like try to compete with yourself, you know, and and at least that way you are improving. And uh, yeah, subtle is a, is a good way to go. That kind of thing. Plausible deniability. Yeah, that's another <laughs> good angle. <laughs> um, but yeah, we are definitely the wrong people to ask about that. Uh, okay, your day-to-day browser would have arrows pointing left to go back one history page and right to go forward. Does a Quranic browser have these the other way around to match the directions of text? Um, in my experience, it's actually not. It's the same as like you would have on a you know your, the regular browser that you're used to, left for back, right for forward. But I don't know if that is different actually for... Like if you set it to Arabic or something. I don't think so, but I'm not sure about that. But that's an interesting question. I never thought of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, but yeah. 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 The books, you know, the books obviously do go right to left, though, when you're reading them. Like manga. Yeah. Like manga. It's good. Hey, guys. Love the show. You give off a very repressed, respective Mormonism aesthetic that I think helps ground the discussion. Uh, hmm. Anyway, not should... Really a question, sir. anyway should landlords be subject to professional licensing requirements define those terms however you want to to make the answer interesting uh i I, no i don't care i i have no no opinion so i'm against the idea of something i don't understand being involved in that yeah yeah this is this is a tough one um yeah, I, I I guess I'm not really sure if it's like a licensing, but maybe like a passport kind of system or something. Like if uh, like you would have to carry a card that says I'm a landlord and like people could, you know, police or whoever could ask. Maybe not police because they wouldn't exist, but like the people could sort of ask if you had a landlord card. And, yeah. uh, you know, then it, that would be like, you know, if you're walking down the street and, uh, you know, someone goes to rob you or something. And then they could go, like, you know, you, they could find the landlord card and be like, okay, it's okay, you're allowed to, to get robbed or something like that. So Yeah, maybe they could wear some certain kind of no, outfit no. and have their hair a certain way. Maybe, like, they don't cut their certain parts of their hair, you know, that kind of thing. I don't okay. know, just some ideas. This is, this is going into a dark place that I did not intend. I feel like you should uh, have, thank you for the question, uh, listener, I feel like we should uh, have occupational licensing for landlords uh, and make it as stringent as possible. That way you remove the uh, petty bourgeoisie uh, area where only the rich can afford to have it and therefore we uh, accelerate the class antagonisms or whatever. Yeah, so that's yeah. a good idea. Yeah, well, I, I definitely think that is the result. Whether you, you think that's a positive or negative, that's up to you, I guess. Uh, okay, um, just listen to the left is a pyramid scheme episode and I am confused as to what you as w- to what you want your listeners to do with your take. 
if most forms of collective action are run by grifters, do you think people should get together and try their best to sack the grifters? Or should we all focus on becoming success wind hustlers and perfect neoliberal subjects in order to fulfill our material needs? I don't know. Maybe I'm just missing the point of a podcast called You Can't Win. All right. Let me let, me let you guys in on a little secret. I do not care what you do. <laughs> okay. I don't care. Do whatever you want. Yeah, I guess like the the thing for me is that I would rather focus on what the truth of the situation is. Now, I mean, in that in that episode, I did say that I do still think that like there's got to be like trying to get out of the situation we're in now is a good idea. Like somehow, like you know, what I mean, if that and that involves for me, that would be, probably involve socialism. I you know, like that's that's a good positive thing for me to you know be part of that movement in some abstract way at least. And uh, but uh, just being like positive for the sake of being positive i don't know if that's gonna get you anywhere you just kind of have to know what the terms of your situation are it's you know and uh and if that's not true for you like if you're like well then it's like fine you know like whatever that's that's what you kind of have to go through i don't know kind of thing and but not only that but like there's just uh you know there's a lot more to the left than uh just being like hype men for certain politicians or something like that. Like, you know, there's a lot more involved in uh, day-to-day life than, uh, you know, as I said, like pressing the green light beside different opinions and stuff. I don't know. So um, that's, you know, that's what I would say. I did, you know, I did feel after that episode a bit that I was like, you know, I just sort of let things go in that direction the whole time, like the more cynical kind of thing. But, you know, I think you, I don't know. I do feel like that a lot of the time. So, think it's you know it's good to be honest about that so yeah mm-hmm. you have to understand yeah. the people who are arguing that that the uh people who have failed so far are grifters are themselves grifters and i don't know what you're supposed to do with that information but if you see like an amy therese or something like or michael tracy be like yeah we need to be more racist towards mexicans in order to win like even if you think that might work is be skeptical because sure. the people the people who are who are uh, attempting to overthrow the existing grifters are probably themselves also grifters. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things in... Yeah. There's a lot of things in society that just suck. Like, it's not like... It doesn't have to mean that, like, you have to choose one side or the other within them kind of thing a lot of the time. It's more just like, oh, man, that sucks. Gotta, gotta, like, deal with that someday or something. I don't know. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm just hoping that I can be here to grind down every possible you know, chance at hope of any sort <laughs> happening so that eventually people will just give up and submit to God and God alone. And then, you know, th- that'll make me happy. Okay. Well, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, all right. I love you guys, but unfortunately, any religion that does not account for blood, race, both spiritual and biological, and roots to the soil is a dumb, unnatural religion. Go! I told you not to send in any questions on here. As a, as an atheist, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I I really wonder if this is one guy who sends in like twenty of these a week, or if if there's like, uh, yeah, it's got to be one guy, right? Well, I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I guess we got to think what's better for us. You know, like is it is it good that it, we don't want twenty listeners that that uh, are diehard racists? So maybe the one guy is better for us. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I've, I've never been, I, I don't know. I, you know, I grew up, 
um, you know, in the suburbs and stuff. So I kind of had standard liberal opinions on this kind of stuff, like racism and stuff growing up. It wasn't like, it just seemed kind of dumb a lot of the time. Now, in retrospect, I think you do have a lot of right-wing opinions that you just didn't criticize because of your position. But anyways, uh, you know, like, so I don't know, maybe it's part because I'm part Ukrainian or something. I thought that like the base, like, you know, Ukraine, like Nazis, at least I thought at the time, I don't know if it's completely true, but like Nazis wanted to genocide Ukrainians to me. That was like the idea I had growing up. So I just thought that like being a Nazi was like a nonsense opinion. It was like when black people, uh, you know, if they were wearing like a swastika or something, it would just be like, you know, it just didn't make sense to me. So, uh, I still can't wrap my mind around it. I can't. Now I'm not. I mean, it's a. It seems like a dumb thing for me to want to wrap my mind around, but I just can't. It just doesn't jive with me at all. Like I don't. You know, like this whole blood and history, history kind of stuff. Whatever. It's just. It's like. Uh, I don't know. There's just something there that I don't get about like why it's important to people so much. I don't know. So. Yeah, it's pretty gay to be honest. If you're a yeah. racist, you're gay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Will you guys ever do a falsetto episode where you do an, the entire episode in falsetto voice? You can have that idea for free. Mm. Now, what do you think of that one, Goat? Uh, just, just whatever, man. <laughs> you know, if you wanna, <laughs> you can you can probably just you know turn up turn up the. Um, tempo or whatever to make it sound like we're all chipmunks anyway if you download the wave used to do that yeah that's a good point yeah they could make it themselves and then you know if they sell it though like if they want if they if it becomes like a hit or something then we get part of the cut so because you know it might be a viral hit or something you know that people want to listen to five minutes of us talking uh, really fast or something so I turned up the wave on Donald, and now he's Ben Shapiro. <laughs> <laughs> but that's ridiculous. If you're, uh, if you're, you know, if you follow uh, Stalinism, then this must not be the thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, have you guys seen the Soviet movie Come and See? Uh, I have seen that. I didn't know it was Soviet. I, I, I saw it on OnlyFans. <laughs> um, I, I thought it was. Uh, Belarusian? Is that how you say that? Belarusian? I don't know. Yeah. Um, th- I didn't realize it was a Soviet era movie, but yeah, it w- it's pretty good. It's pretty weird, kind of grim. Uh, have you seen that goat? I feel like you'd appreciate it. Uh, no, I have not. I don't think I've ever seen any Soviet movies. Now that you mention it. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a pretty good like anti-war kind of movie uh, from the perspective of like. Uh, I don't know, 15-year-old kid in Belarus during World War II. Hmm. All right. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not against it. I just, you know, when I when I think of Soviet movies, I think of Worker and Parasite, so I've just never gotten around to it. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's it's not uh, it's not any kind of... Uh, it's, it's more of an art film than any kind of, like, you know, propaganda type thing or whatever. You're selling it, man. You're selling it good. <laughs> it's actually more of an art film. It's from the Soviet Union. It's not actually from the Soviet Union. It's from Belarus. Maybe you've heard of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. 
Okay, this is a good one for you. Is or was low tax as bad as some people say? He seems like a scumbag <laughs> retard to me, but I would like to hear a more informed perspective before forming an opinion like that. Ooh, that's a hard one. Um, I'm, uh, hold on, I'm going to pause my turn. Someone else jump in. Well, what do people say about him? Because I, I, I don't know. I, I, it seems like he's gotten a bit of a reputation, like since I've left something awful, and I'm not really clear exactly what that is. Yeah, I've been posting on something awful in like nine years since I uh, tricked troops into clicking on WikiLeaks to make them lose their jobs. So <laughs> that's true. That's my my best man, not my funniest. Um, but yeah, um, thing about low taxes. He, he's a spaz, is the, is the, is the uh, shortest answer. He's also ruined a lot of opportunities he had to make a lot of money and not have to deal with this shit. Now he's half broke and half crippled in Missouri, where he could, he could have had a bunch of, a bunch of money. Um, but I think part of that is his, he does have respect for posting as a, um, you know, clear and, um, untrammeled art form, which you gotta respect, even though he is just a weird uh, pill addict with a anchor problem. Yeah, well, that's sort of my impression. Uh, yeah, I've sort of he feels like part of something that I I am a part of, but at the same time, like he also seems kind of like an incompetent idiot who got pretty lucky and managed to get something to work for a while and threw it all away for. Really, no good reason. Yeah. It's not that he threw it all. It's not that he threw it away as much as that he had opportunities to make more money, and he was just locked in like the late two th- uh, late nineties internet, where it's like, yeah, we I could sell this you know forum to you know some coked out venture capitalist for ten million dollars, but like that would make people from GeoCities show up here, and I don't want that. I want to keep my <laughs> forum pure. Yeah. 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 That was the that's that's the main thing for me is that he had like an extremely popular forum, uh, you know, as relative as such things go. He had a brand that was like completely, uh, you know, very popular or respected within a certain, you know, share of uh, Americans or whatever. Like it, it's within. I mean, that thing. was the internet yeah. back in the day. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, yeah, it, the fact that you can't uh, follow through on that and uh, think, but. It's funny, and uh, but at the same time, I don't know. I I don't know what like if say he did sell the forms or something like that. Like what I feel like uh, there's probably even like just legal problems that would come up with anything like that. Like where they'd be like, okay, so you were letting unpaid moderators look at people's credit cards <laughs> or something like that, and like you know all stuff like that. Like he would just be selling the name or something. I don't know. So um, yeah, and uh, I don't know. I I respect him in terms of like he you know, he, he built something interesting. I don't know. And, uh, but it's funny cause a lot of it was just in spite of him in the terms of like, you know, uh, yeah, just, uh, attracting, uh, some of the worst people online too. So I don't know. Well, getting out of the way of things is actually a, a good skill in, yeah. in terms of like when you're a manager of, of something, like just knowing when to get out of the way is, yeah. Well, Don Don is right though. He's like, if even if he had sold that, he probably still would have like gotten scammed for half his money by his Russian mail order bride. But at least he would have <laughs> still had it, you know. Yeah. yeah. You can burn that bridge when you come to it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and uh, I mean, I'm not really, uh, you know, 
a monetization genius myself. But like, uh, yeah, that's my take on that. So what's the maddest you've ever seen someone get online? For me, it was an alcoholic Felix trolled who threatened to suck him off. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Um, I I have a go-to. I feel like I've talked about it before, and it's sort of something I come back to all the time. But it's the time that I trolled that Jewish lady in LF, and she, like, threatened to call the ADL on me and um, accused (laughs) me of being, like, a fake Muslim for not having the same body horror of pigs that she had as a Jew. And, uh, yeah, I mean, she was, like, a psycho, like, a straight-up crazy person already, but, like, she just went off, and it was pretty funny. Yeah, my go-to one is also, I think I think it was Mayor Wilkins who uh, um, posted that, Classic. like, you know, just, like, I don't know, like, 2,000-word post or something that was, like, all, you know, your your account is my plaything and all that kind of goes on <laughs> and on. And, you know, if I ever see you, uh, he goes, you, uh, you're, you know, you're you're great in D and D because you can string together those pretty pretty words and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I I, uh, I think that one's probably the maddest that uh, you know it, that I've seen. But like, uh, I don't know, I don't know. I can't think of a more recent one or anything. The maddest I've ever seen anyone online is myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's like that's, you have to you have to occasionally. I think it was Megan McArdle actually. She got me real mad online, and um, you know, I'm I'm not ashamed of it. Sometimes you have to, ex- you know, respect a superior artist. You know, sometimes even the best MMA fighters lose a fight, and man, I was just spitting mad and ready to to uh, throw hands at some weird dipshit from three thousand miles away. Yeah, you know, it's been a while since I've gotten mad about something like that. I, I kind of wish it would happen again because that's. Uh, oh, yeah, when you when you feel it coming, man, it's like the acid. It's like the acid flashback just runs up your spine, and you're like, "Yeah, let's <laughs> fucking go." I'm a married man, and I'm gonna yell at this person on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I uh, when I get that mad, it's usually someone that I like and know saying something I completely disagree with that I want to like, you know, unleash the troll powers, but then I can't do it because I feel like that's stupid. Oh yeah. yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Oh, I, 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 there's people that have made me mad on Twitter. I was trying to think like, I don't think I've even been able to get mad at anything on Twitter, but no, there's like people posting stuff about like Syria and Assad. That's like really dumb. Some of that has made me mad, but it's not even at the same level of like, I don't know. It's just not the same, you know. Sure. Yeah, but form. when it happens, it's like if you're a brilliant director, but then you know you spend ten years making films, with one day you just see something that makes you cry. That's what it's all about, man. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Yeah. yeah, that's uh, yeah. So, anyways, uh, thanks for coming on, Goat, Absolutely. and uh, that was uh, you know, it's good uh, talking about posting in a way that's uh, I don't know, it's just fun and. Uh, um, I don't know, catching up and all that. So, yeah. Word. Yeah, good talking to you, Goat. Uh, all right, guys. So if you enjoyed this episode and you want a second episode every week, you can subscribe to our Patreon and you will receive that as well as access to our Discord where you can chat with us in our community. And uh, I want to thank you for listening. We'll catch you next week. Good night. Saying we ain't down with the anime. Listen up, roll call. Anime Club.
do, just rep your work. I'm like a super saiyan stuffed in a checkered shirt. All you motherfuckers wanna come and test the verse. Listen up, hear them players that'll get you hurt. Call me. Yo, I'm chilling here with my friends. It's got a driftwood chain and transition lenses. Straight shining, forehead got the gleam. All them TLO cats call me OxyClean. Well, I'm Baby Felipe. Just call me surprise. Cause when I'm laying pipe, lasers come out of my eyes. Know the flip like freezer when I'm enraged. Got a level 20 half for fire mage. Mr. Casual Khaki. Sweaters for moms. Got a rapid tech that blast cats better than bombs. In the history and learning not sports and crap. Check my basement, I'm working on a torture rack. Big Red in the back with so much soul Make snaps and operate the remote control Y'all ain't gotta hate on the way I roll If you wanna pick a movie, just vote in the poll Hey yo, fuck the system, the man is gay Gonna smoke five bullets and watch anime Skis the TLO, hook up your bitches, chop me Keep it locked down, slanging that wet and pocky Step back, boys, I roll with the TLO So think twice before you roll up and say hello Mario, my steez keep them ducking for cover DB and art style, anime's fucking each other Call me self-satisfied I'm the mastermind Mix up your manga titles and your ass is mine Frontin' on me, that's a crime When I'm in the room with bitches Yo, it's sexual harassment time Franklin Here I come, devastating the track Drinking a 40, got a dog Shorty's waiting and back Hey y'all, there's some empty seats near the TV I got a six to do You can watch Akira with me haven't asked them yet. Looks like I joined an anime club by accident. I'ma slide out the door for these dudes assume they're legit with a real Asian up in the room. Yo, nine MCs and one DJ, and we be getting down with no delay. Fuck you, mom and dad, we're here to say, Japan is better than the USA.